All right, welcome back to the show. Let's talk some more of the intraday action here as the dollar plunges and bonds rally big. That seems to be comforting investors who are buying stocks. Dan Deming, Managing Director at KKM Financial, here with us this afternoon. What do you think, Dan? Well, you know, Oliver, um, overall, I guess a fairly positive reaction uh, after I had, the market had time to digest the, the narrative. You know, it's going to be a bumpy ride. And as Paolo, as Chairman Powell pointed out, you know, I mean, this is a, a situation where they're going to be aggressive uh, towards combating inflation until they can get it back to their 2% target. And, you know, indicating that they're going to see a, need to see a series of, uh, you know, a shift in the di dynamic of the data points from an inflation standpoint to uh, take the pedal or take the uh, you know other foot off the pedal so um, you know overall the market's got a pretty strong message from the Fed I think it was looking for that at least that appears to be the case uh, wasn't a, you know too much of a detriment and now we're getting at least a little bit of a relief rally I guess it will be key to see how we can wade through this in the next couple of days okay uh, if we do see uh, a dollar keep coming off uh do you think that's uh, what? What is our tell? Is it dollar? Is it bonds? I, I've been using the dollar; it's been working pretty well. But I know everybody's yeah, kind of got their key metric. What do you look for here to set the tone? Yeah, I mean, I think the dollar certainly has been a tone setter, as you pointed out, Oliver. Uh, and you now, to be expected, now that you're seeing a big shift in the Treasury markets, man, volatility is still persisting there on a day-over-day -day basis. Uh, I can't believe some of the moves that we've seen here the last couple of days, especially at the short end of the curve. You're looking at the one-year now below 3%. I mean, it was firmly in the 3% camp just a couple hours ago. And uh, just huge swings on a daily basis. You're, you're also seeing uh, the steeping of the yield curve. So basically, the market's pricing out some of the real hawkish tone that was uh, being priced into the front end of the curve here. As Chairman Powell basically reiterated, they're going to be pretty consistent in their uh, interest rate increases, but at the same time, not going to a point where they feel like they're going to have to do something outside of the box that they're currently operating in. So uh, the market, at least for the short term, again, took a little bit of relief in that respect when you're seeing the short end of the Treasury market coming off way more than the back end. So that's another thing that I think that's driving this price action that you're seeing in the dollar, which is also driving the expectations that you're also seeing in other asset classes as well, with gold finding a, a bid, uh, silver finding a bid. And, um, and I think that that is the tone setter really for the markets moving forward, Oliver, is uh, the idea that um, is that dollar, is that yen play going to be the safe haven thing that indicates the market uh, risk off. And if we are seeing the dollar starting to give up some ground here, then maybe we'll see some stabilization in the equity markets. How far uh, do you think that a dollar can go down? How much ground can we give up uh, when we are so much further ahead of everyone? I mean, uh, the amount of catch-up that would have to be played. I mean, you know, maybe it's been priced in already, but uh, there was some ambiguity about what Jay Powell would do today. So when he says 75 and maybe 75 next time, and the ECB is holding special meetings about how not to blow up yeah. the credit market, I mean, uh, should we be betting on the euro for more than a day here? Well, the euro is the underperformer when you look at most of the majors today, Oliver, and I think it's because of that narrative coming out of the ECB and the concerns about Italy right now and maybe other areas as well. Uh, so you're seeing the British pound benefiting, the Australian dollar, the Japanese yen. Certainly, uh, those are your strongest performers today. And again, to somewhat be expected, because it does appear that we're going to get a Bank of England rate decision tomorrow, I believe, and and they've become much more hawkish and uh, what appears to be more aggressive in their monetary tightening. Australia is similar situation as well. 
and not not dealing with maybe some of the issues that are currently taking place in the eurozone. So that's uh, you know that's another factor because the dollar index is made up a substantial amount of it is the euro. So that's going to be you know the driving influence on the dollar index moving forward. So I think if we see the euro show all of a sudden signs of re renewed strength here that relative to what we're seeing play out in some of the other uh, currency markets and the Paris trades across the globe that you know that we could see the dollar certainly come back down into the you know the 93 handle even Oliver and you know and and maybe short, see a short term peak here but a lot has to do with the price action in uh the equity markets I think and you know today's a nice recovery but coming off of quite a route here the last several days and now even today we're giving up some of that edge here as we move towards the close and I think that's going to really dictate the sentiment in the market here the next couple of days um, and if we see further weakness in equity markets, then the dollar is probably going to resume its uh, uh, fiat standing. I like that. And uh, we do have you know, a little bit of time uh, until a long weekend with Monday off. And uh, yeah, right. housing starts, permits tomorrow, industrial production on Friday. Not then headliner gangbusters, but we will also get another little taste of Mr. Powell, who's speaking on Friday. Uh, so uh, do you think how we finish up this week maybe could set the tone uh, for the uh, next kind of phase of this because last time the one time we got a bear market rally was the first hike this year in march yeah that's right that's right yeah huge huge move off of that announcement um yes and the thing is is that you're not only going to get to hear from fed chairman powell now the other uh, fed officials are free to speak as well and I'm sure they're going to come out and uh, and and their talking points will start to hit the tape here tomorrow. Also, one thing you cannot forget about either, Oliver, is the quadruple expiration that's going to take place beginning, uh, you know, basically at the end of the day tomorrow into Friday's market action. So that's another driving influence from a short term perspective that, you know, is something that needs to be focused on. But I think moving into next week, you, you, yeah, it's going to be really now the digestion of all these moving parts what it means moving forward and uh and then focus on the inflation data because the fed is obviously very focused on that data as uh, was pretty clear today that friday's number was the tipping point for this rate decision today got it all right uh, good reminder here what's on the calendar thanks dan deming great stuff right, helpful Albert. as always to get the response but uh, we'll take a break from the fed stuff till the bell